When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So we all have goals, but how specific are they? Today, Anthony will be taking us step by step on how we can make our goals obtainable. God size goals, because if the goal is something that I can reach by myself, then I, I'm never gonna really rely on God to reach something extraordinary. Why are you not hitting your goals? You see, if we keep doing the things that we're doing, we're gonna keep getting the results that we're getting. And the greatest enemy to our success is our excuse. Now, before we hop into today's show, be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Now let's jump into the video. You all have a goal and you have a vision and some of you have not even gotten halfway through the point at the halfway mark of 2023. And so I say, you know what? We're gonna start off the second part of this year going back and looking through the goals and the visions that we set out for 2023. And I'm going to give you five basic points that's going to help you really accomplish your goals for the rest of this year. Now, let me be real with you. Because you're starting the second part of the year, you may not complete it completely. You may not finish it completely, but at least you're going to get close to the mark. Now, I don't care if you started and you stopped. I don't care if you've never started. I don't care if you started and you failed and you gave up on yourself. It's a fresh part. It's a fresh season. We're moving forward. Because one of my big things, I don't know if you all can uh, really, how do I want to say this? Um, I don't know if you've been listening to me over the last few months. The, God has really birthed this whole vision of creating your own table and taking a seat at the head of your table. And the only way we're going to be able to create a table and build wealth and build legacy and, and build a solid future for our families, for ourselves, is if we at least accomplish what we've set out to do. And so the very first thing I want to walk, walk through is when, 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 you're, when you're setting goals, when you're setting your vision, number one, you have to set smart goals. I'm going to say this again. You have to set goals that are smart. So some of you all have not set smart goals. Now, there's an acronym for SMART. This is not my, uh, this is not my thing. I didn't come up with this, but I operate off of it uh, because to achieve any goal, you must be clear on exactly what you want. And so the SMART framework is a helpful way that has helped me really set goals that I know I can reach at least halfway. But watch this. Um, I know that God has to also be inside of it as well, which is why I always say uh, God side goals, because if the goal is something that I can reach by myself, then I, I'm never going to really rely on God to reach something extraordinary, which comes with the first acronym of SMART, which is your goals have to be specific, significant, and stretching. I'll say it one more time. Your goals have to be significant, they have to be specific, and they have to be stretching. Ooh. You see, if your goals do not stretch you, 
You're not going to really feel like you've accomplished something. If your goals are not specific goals, where it can make you laser lock in, you're not going to feel like you're accomplishing something. You see, specific goals are the best because they help you focus and keep you laser locked in on what you want to achieve. You see, when you have specific goals, when you have specific goals, it is easier to get motivated because your mind can focus on solely that. And when we focus on just that one thing, that specific thing, we actually start to see improvement. We see forward movement because that's all that we're focused on. It's almost like a horse. A horse can only see straight forward. It can't see sideways. It can't see this sideways. It only can see the mark. It only can see its specific assignment, which is to get across that finish line. That is up there. And so if you have goals, well, hey, I just want to be rich. What is rich? Hey, I just want to be out of debt. Well, specifically, how much debt do you want to pay out, pay off? Hey, 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 you know what? Um, 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 why do you want to be out of debt? What's, what's the significance of you being out of debt? And by when do you want to be out of debt? How's it going to stretch you? Uh, one, of my, one of my goals is to help a million people, a million people throughout my brand uh, get out of debt, start the process of building wealth, and, at, and the ultimate goal is start taking, and really not start taking, and build their own table and take the head, take a seat at the head of the table. And it starts with being smart. It starts with, 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 with really setting smart goals. So we got the first acronym for the S in SMART goals, which is being specific, significant, and stretching. The M stands for measurable, meaningful, and motivational. You see, when you set a SMART goal, it should be measurable in some kind of way. You cannot manage something if you can't measure it. You, 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 you can't see if it is successful. You can't see if it is working if you're not measuring the daily processes. If you're not measuring, okay, how is it uh, being uh, successful? It, it, you can't have a goal if it's not meaningful. Like, what's the purpose of this goal? And if it's not motivational, if it's not motivating to be, to, for you to become better, why do you even have this goal? Well, why do you want to get out of debt? What's the motivation behind getting out of debt so that you can have freedom and do the things that you want with your family? One of my uh, shows that's coming up here in a few weeks, um, I interviewed a, a, a young couple, young couple, and one of their uh, motivations to get out of debt was so that they can have a child. They both agreed that, hey, you know what, we're going to get out of debt so that when we get out of debt, we could bring our kids to home, not to an apartment, not to something that, that um, they have to sleep on the floor, they got to sleep in between us in the bed. No, 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 no. We want to build a home, and we could bring our son, our daughter, and put them in their own home, have their own backyard, have their own washer and driver—not uh, driver, washer and dryer. Um, We—that that was motivation to them. That was meaningful to them. It wasn't just, I want to get out of debt just because I want to get out of debt because everyone else is getting out of debt. No, what's the motivation for you uh, to, to, to get out of debt? So we got the S, we got the M, then we have the A. It needs to be attainable, achievable, acceptable, and action-oriented, okay? 
Your goal has to be something that can realistically be achieved within the given time frame with you and with God. So recently I completed my full estate plan and I'll be real with you, while it was an emotional journey, I can now sleep better knowing my family and loved ones will be taken care of. But did you know that according to a recent study, 60% of African-American adults have life insurance, yet many of those policies may not provide enough coverage to fully protect families in the event of unexpected death. The gap in coverage is a significant concern for black communities, as it can lead to financial hardship and jeopardize generational wealth building. And we definitely can't afford that within our particular community. Now more than ever, it's crucial for African-Americans to prioritize life insurance and estate planning. By doing so, you can ensure that your loved ones are well taken care of in the event of your passing, covering funeral and burial costs, paying off debts and mortgages, and providing income to help them build true and lasting wealth. So I am asking you, please do not leave your family's financial security to chance. I want you to get life insurance today with my friends over at Ethos by visiting anthonyoneal.com forward slash life insurance for a free quote or by clicking the link in today's show notes. I want you to protect your family's future and give yourself a peace of mind knowing that you have life insurance today. Hey, let's get back to today's show. Okay. Um, um, I love setting God-sized goals that, hey, I can, I can get me here because God gave me the gifts, the talents, the skills, and the tools necessary to get here. But if God gets into it, because again, don't forget, we pray like it all depends on God, but we work like it all depends on us, and we do everything with God. So there's always a God component to every single thing that we do. So I never set a goal that doesn't require God to be a part of it. So when it is attainable and achievable and acceptable, it's attainable because God has to be a part of it. I always create room that God has to be in the midst of that specific goal. But I also know that I can get this far, not by myself, but I can get this far with the gifts, the skills, the talents that God has given me. But I need that extra touch. I need that extra flavor with God being inside of it. And also, y'all, it needs to be achievable. It needs to be achievable. So this way, God, when I get there, God gets the glory, but I also feel like, okay, I just achieved something. So that's the A, here's the R. It has to be relevant, it has to be realistic. Like for an example, you can't sit here and say, man, I wanna be a billionaire by the end of this year. I get it. We speak what we seek until we see what we spoke. I get it. You put it into the atmosphere. You put it into the earth. You want to be a billionaire, but it has to be realistic. You can say, I want to be a billionaire, but maybe start off by saying, yo, I want to make $100,000 this year. And then next year, you know what? I want to make $100,000 every six months. Then you know what? Hey man, I want to make a million dollars this year, which is going to be about $83,000 a month. We, we got to start setting realistic goals. I'm not saying you cannot be a billionaire in one year, but it's very, 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 very hard. And so sometimes we set goals that we know it is really less than a 1% chance that this can happen. That's definitely something that all God has to be in it, not even you. Set goals that you know if you bust your behind, and you keep God first, you can get there, but it's gonna really require you to bust your behind. 
one of my goals for the rest of this year is I want, I want my uh, company to cross over not crossover, I want my company to be able to give away about $300,000 this year. Um, right now, we're at about like $120,000. We got six more months. What does that mean? My company needs to make more money so we can give away more money. Everyone sets goals of, I want to make $5 million, I want to make $10 million. I think that's great. Uh, one of my main goals was, hey, I want to give away $300,000. So if I'm giving away $300,000, I need to make at least a half, not a half a million, I need to make at least $5 million to give that away. Bare minimum. Bare minimum. That's attainable. That's realistic. That's motivational. <laughs> and watch this. It's rewarding. Do you know how rewarding it, it was last year? Last year, um, my pastor here at Union Church, um, we are in the process of building the main location, uh, the studio location. I'm a house about two, 3,000 people in the studio, and uh, my pastor is one of the best preachers and teachers of our generation. And I firmly believe that he is one of the greatest voices um, in the kingdom. And we need a new building to where he can take his voice further, longer, impact more people. In the process of building that building, it takes money to build that building. And I told him, hey, my company is going to be a part of this process. And we're going to help you over the years to come as we're building this process. We're going to give and be in a place where we can give a million dollars over the next, you know, several years to help this process start. Last year, um, we gave them right at about $150,000 towards uh, the building. And it felt so good doing it. I, I remember telling him, man, that was the largest check that I just ever gave away with nothing coming back to me. No house, no car. Like, no, I gave that money away, and I do not see nothing tangible, physical in my hands for giving $150,000. But I received something greater than something tangible. I received the fact that I am in a position, that my company is in a position to be a blessing to others, to help spread the gospel, to help um, um, house people and to help introduce people to Christ. That felt so rewarding that, that I could be able to be in a position to do that. And so now the goal gets excited. I, I'm excited to where we get to be able to cut another check this year in 2023 to help the gospel reach people that I probably cannot reach, to help my pastor, to help my pastor and his beautiful wife, to help my ministry impact millions of people across the world. That feels so rewarding to know that we, that the Neatness Network is a part of that. So we have the S, we have the M, we have the A, we have the R, then we have the T. Time-bound, trackable, and tangible. You see, goals need to have a spot to where you can see, okay, I want to do this by this particular date and time. It's not, hey, I just want to be debt-free. When do you want to be debt-free? I want to be debt-free by January 2024. Cool, great. Hey, I want my company to be able to make a million dollars by 2025. Great, let's roll. I want to have a kid by this particular date and time. Cool, great. I want to have $1,000 in my starter emergency fund uh, by the next 
in the next 30 days. Great, let's go for it. I want to have um, at least $100,000 invested into a 401k, into some mutual funds within the next six months. Cool, great, how do we do that? You see, when we set uh, trackable and tangible and time-bound uh, goals, it gives us now the responsibility, watch this, watch this, write this down. Number two is to, to write down the goals, and then now when we write them down, we're now able to write the system, the strategy to get to that goal. So here's number one. The reason why you haven't reached your money goals and your financial goals is because they're not smart goals. And I just gave you the acronym for them. Number two is you don't have your goals written down. And if you do not have your goals written down, this means that you're forgetting about some of your goals. You probably even forgot about two or three that you set out in January. You forgot about the vision because you didn't write the vision down and make it plain. Write the freaking vision. Last month, um, everyone writes, everyone's year starts in January. Everyone's year starts in January. My year starts July 1st. July 1st is my birthday. This is the last year that I will be in my 30s. Next year, I'm 40. I wrote some things down in my book for my 39th year that I don't want to take into my 40th. I'm a grown man. And I'll be transparent, man. There are some, there are some childish things that I, that I need to leave in my 30s. There are some immature things that I need to leave in my 30s. There are some thought processes that I need to leave in my 30s. There are some immature things that, that I know that I have that, that I need to leave in my 30s. And you know what? I wrote them all down during my sabbatical in the month of July. And my goal is by July 1st of 2024 that I'm going into my 40th season, not a new man, but a better man. And I wrote them down so that way as I'm meeting with my mentors, as I'm meeting with my close friends who hold me accountable, as I am uh, talking with my therapist, um, and watch this, as I'm talking with myself, I can hold myself accountable. Because here's what I realized. When we write things down, it makes it more real. That, if that's even proper grammar. <laughs> it, it, it makes it like, wait, 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 wait. That's, wow, I did say that. Because here's the truth. If we do not write down the vision, if we do not write down the goals, they do not exist, period. They do not exist. They're just a thought. They're just an idea that you thought of. Because when we write it down, that's when it becomes real. And writing it down helps us. It helps us to prioritize the task. It is super important to write down the goal. And here's what I do. I write down the goal. I write down the vision for at least one time every single day for the first seven days that I have that thought. So that way it's ingrained in my mind and I see it every day for seven days straight. And inside of my journal, 
I take when I'm I'm in meetings. I take when I'm here at the table when people have something to say. I'm almost done with it. I gotta order me another 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 set of paper. I don't even throw this pad away. I take it out and I put it inside of my uh, my safe so that way I always have access to it. Because what I've learned, and I used to hate journaling. Um, when I was with Ramsey Solutions, um, there was one of their board members, man. He, he, he challenged me one time to, to, to write down. I said, man, I don't write. I, don't, I hate journaling. It's crazy. It's boring. It's whack. No. No. And you know what? I got to be honest, man. I got to be honest. About Maybe about two months later, I was sitting in my office at home. And I just heard the Holy Spirit say, man, write that down. Write that down. I wrote it down. I woke up the next morning, went to the gym. When I got home from the gym, he said, hey, write that down again. Very next day, went to the gym. Before I even went to the gym, he said, hey, write it down. And since then, I've always had a journal. Since then, I've I've always written down ideas, thoughts, whether they're positive thoughts, negative thoughts, Goals, visions, dream, perspectives. And what I do is I bring it into my therapy session. And I say, hey, listen, man, I wrote down this thought. Can you help me understand what this thought means? Here's this vision. Here's this goal. I remember I was with one of my close friends. And I said, like, man, I have this goal. Does this goal seem legit to you? And we were able to kind of fine tune that goal, polish that goal. And now every single day I get up and I read it. I can't wait to get married because I'll be able to share my journal with my wife. Some of my darkest and deep secrets. I won't say secrets, but some of my, my darkest and deep thoughts are in here. And I love it because my vision is in here. And here's what I love about this journal. 80% of the things written down in this, goal-driven, vision-driven, and pushing me towards that. When I'm taking notes on this show, when y'all see me writing down notes, it's not just the questions that I'm asking them. But when they say something that sparks a thought that helps me get towards my goals and my vision, I write it down in my journal. So this way, I always have something to come back to. So this way, I'm always tracking my goals. This way is keeping me accountable and and I am prioritizing my goals. What's going on, fam? It's your boy, A.O., and I got to talk to you about something near and dear to my heart, and that's representation. You see, growing up, seeing black voices in media was like finding gold in a mine. It showed me what was possible. People like Oprah, Steve Harvey, and even Malcolm X, they paved the way for folks like me to step into the spotlight. And now there's a new wave of black voices making extreme waves, and they're doing it on NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths. This collection is a celebration of blackness like none other. Each episode is like a journey through our shared experiences. Joy, resilience, empowerment is all there. From Bobby to Michelle Obama, they're covering it all. And let me tell you, Listening to these episodes, it's like sitting down with your fam and having a real talk about what it means to be black today. NPR is not holding back with this show. They're bringing you stories that matter, uh, stories that reflect the full spectrum of black life. It's like they say, 
Stories should never be about us without us. So do yourself a favor and tune in to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR. It's not just a podcast. I'm going to be real with you. It's a movement. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts and let's keep celebrating our stories and our truths. All right, let's get back to my show. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Some of you need to get a journal. And you need to write down your goals. And what I want to challenge you to do, because some of you are probably not at the level of where I'm at today, I want to challenge you to get a journal. And for the next 30 days, for the rest of this month, I want you to write down the goal, write down your vision every single morning before you start your job. Before you start your job. I don't care. I got kids. I get them ready for school. I don't care. I mean, I I got to go to the gym. I don't care. You see, if we keep doing the things that we're doing, we're going to keep getting the results that we're getting. And the greatest enemy to our success is our excuse. What's your excuse? You got kids. You got to do this. You got to do that. You got to do this. No, no, no. If you want your life to change, you have to do something different. I'm tired of hearing people say, I don't have the time. What I hear you saying is you do not have the time to do something that will inconvenience you, to do something that will make you uncomfortable so that you can get to where you want to go to. But here's the truth. You are allowing your comfort zone to be your kill zone. And it's only when we become uncomfortable, it is only when we are stretched that extraordinary things will happen. It is only then when we, when we will see a change in our future. And watch this. It will be uncomfortable for the first week. It will be uncomfortable for the first seven days. But on the eighth day, it gets a little bit more comfortable. On the tenth day, you're like, yo, then by the 20th day, it is a habit. It is uncomfortable to budget. It is uncomfortable to to spend your money on paper. But now it takes me not even 10 minutes to do my budget. It has become a comfortable habit that has been life transformation for me. But when I first started, yeah, the first three to six months, it was rough. Because I saw the real numbers on paper. 
I was like, dang, Aunt, you spending this much money? God darn. It was uncomfortable, watch this, to see yourself on paper. Ooh. It was uncomfortable to see that I'm spending money over here, I'm spending money over there. But at the top of my budget, financial freedom. On the top of my budget was wealth, freedom, wealth, knowledge. On the top of my budget, it's called building my own table. And now when I see my budget, I get excited. When I see my savings account, I went there this morning, I was like, how much money did I, did I get paid last, uh, last month uh, for letting my emergency fund just sit in this 4.85 interest rate account? How much money did my money make on the stock market day city? Oh, yeah. Oh, 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 yeah. You know why? Because I'm writing it down. I'm writing it down. And you see, when you write it down, when you write down your goals, when you write down your visions, you see it. Not only will should you see it, but your mentor, your accountability partner, uh, your loved ones should be able to see it as well. And here's number three of why you're not reaching your goals, why you're not accomplishing your goals, and, 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 and sometimes really holding you back from really getting there is that you don't look for help. You, 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 you do not look for help. You don't have an accountability coach. You don't have a teacher. You don't have a mentor. You, you, don't, you don't have an accountability partner. I'm sorry to say this. Your boyfriend, your girlfriend may not be your accountability partner. They may not be your coach. Because most accountability partners, most coaches, um, I'm not most, um, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Most accountability partners and most coaches are going to tell you something that is uncomfortable. If your real friend has not told you about yourself, that's not a real friend. If, if, if your friend has not said, hey, man, I thought you said you was going to do this. You're not doing it. It's not a real friend. One of my good friends, Dr. Darius Daniels, and um, uh, who else was at the table that day? Pastor Don. Pastor Don. Good friends and I. We were at ILS conference, and, he, and all three of us went to lunch. And on this one particular day, man, Darius said, man, you know, you was on my heart the other day, man. And he said, Anthony, uh, you don't want to be married. He said it just like that. Love you, Darius. Love you, Pastor Don. They both said, like, man, there's no reason why Anthony O'Neill should not be married. They called me out. 2023. 2023. 2023. They said, man, you, you keep saying on your show, you keep saying with us that you want to be married. They said, bro, you do not want to be married. This I mean, give me the reasons of why you haven't found someone yet. And watch this. My mind, I'm thinking I'm doing the right things. But people who have been married for 20 plus years, there's like, yeah, bro, we hear you. But there are certain things inside of you that you're saying we're hearing you say doesn't align with what you're saying. So we hear what you're saying. But then when we see your actions, it doesn't really align. You come across this woman, oh, I, don't, I don't know. You come across this woman, oh, I don't know. We're not saying settle, but what we are saying is, bro, do you really desire to be married? And even some of the things that you're saying, you're not saying the right thing, Anthony. Not on my show particularly, but like in the privacy of, of my friends and my accountability partners. One of my goals is to, my, is to meet my wife. One of my goals. And they're like, hey, bro, no, they hold me accountable. My friends don't really like coming around me sometimes because when I see them make issues with their money, 
I'm going to tell them the truth. My best friend, Pastor Stephen Chandler, has called me even the year 2023, just like Darius and, da Darius and uh, Pastor Don. I was like, hey, bro, uh, man, listen, you, you got to be a little bit more intentional when it comes to dating. You have to. They hold me accountable. When Stephen does something financially, he calls me. And I'm like, hey, bro. When my friends call me, they ask me a money question. One of my good friends um, just called me the other day and was like, hey, man, I'm, I, I invested into this um, whole life insurance policy um, a few years ago. But since we've gr uh, grown in this relationship, uh, man, my wife was like, man, what is AO? I think AO is not a huge fan of, of, of life insurance like that. Uh, check him. Check with him. Man, he called me. I said, bro. You need to cancel that policy now and just get you a term life policy. You're spending $5,000 a month for a whole life insurance policy so you can have some type of investments and pull money out. Bro, you can go spend $100 at your age with your health and get a $2 million policy. What? No. Hey, another one of my friends called me. Um, he was like, hey, man, I'm thinking about you know going to uh, buy this car. I was like, cool, bro. Let's, let's talk about it. What's your financial situation right now? What are you doing? Where are you going? Where da 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 da? And I told him up front. I said, "Hey man, no, that, I don't think that'll be a wise decision to do that because of this." He didn't do it. He went and got a car, but not the car that he really wanted to get. And his wife called me and said, "Hey, thank you so much for talking to my husband and telling him not to go do that because it it, it kept us at a place to where we are comfortable." If your friend knows your goal is to do X, Y, Z, and you tell them you're about to do A, B, C, your friend should not say, hey, man, you only live once. Go do it. No, your friend should be like, hey, listen, if you said you want to do this, and but you're going to do this, brother, I can't sit here or sister, I can't sit here and be like, yo, go do it. No. No. If you say you want to get out of debt, if, if you say you want to build wealth, if you say that you want to do this, I'm going to hold you accountable to what you said. I didn't say it. And if you get upset with me as a friend because I'm holding you accountable for what you said you want to do, no. 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 You have to do exactly what you said you're going to do, and I'm going to hold you accountable to it. And that's the same thing with me and with you all watching and listening. We've created tools and we've created products that helps you get to where you want to go. Some of you all watching right now, actually the majority of you all watching right now, say, yo, I want to build a legacy. I want to build wealth. I want to help you get to the point to where you're building a legacy. I don't want you building an empire because the empire is all about yourself. I want you tracking your progress, tracking your legacy building progress, tracking you eliminating your debt, tracking you uh, building your wealth, tracking you uh, when it comes to your investing. A lot of us, we don't track nothing. Here's why we don't want to track it is because we don't see where we're failing at. We do not want to see it. And I get it. It is the most uncomfortable thing to see where you're failing at. But also what's more uncomfortable is to not track it and then get hit with the wall because you didn't see the wall coming. You didn't see the debt piling up and you get hit with the decline when you're ready to go purchase your first home. You get hit with, with we can't do this because we were not tracking and we didn't see that we was heading this direction. You see, tracking helps you take stock of your progress. 
You'll know when you've made progress and when you haven't. And here's what I love when seeing when you haven't made progress, you're able to identify during that time, I didn't make progress because I was doing this. So now, you know, don't do this or keep this to a very minimum, or at least, you know, okay, if I do this, I'm not going to get much progress. If we go on a cruise this month, if we go on a family vacation this month and we do not invest, we do not put money into the savings, we do not put money aside to, to go towards you know, our mortgage, at least you know the reason why you didn't have progress and you're not wondering what happened. I measure, I track the success of my company. I track the success of my team members. I can tell them, well, you didn't do this because you didn't do this. This didn't happen because I could tell you didn't do ABC because I've been tracking when you're on, when you're doing this, when you accomplish this, these are the results, these are the rewards of what happens when you're doing ABC. I can tell when we have a low income month, it's because we didn't do A, B, C, D, E, F, G. I'm never just sitting around saying, well, what happened? I can always identify what happened as the CEO because I see every single thing. And I see every single thing because I'm always tracking. I'm always documenting, okay, this brought us progress. This did not bring us progress. So now I know, okay, cool. If this doesn't bring us progress, do not put time, effort, or resources in it. Or two, I just know when this happens, we're not going to see progress in this particular area. And sometimes not seeing progress is not a negative thing. It, it could just be a pause. Okay, listen, you know what? Pause. For like last month. Last month, we didn't see a lot of progress. Our money was down a little bit. You know why? Because I took a sabbatical. My team took two weeks off, so half of the month, we really wasn't working in the company. So that's not a negative thing, because here's a positive from taking a sabbatical and giving my team two weeks paid vacation is because we can reset our mind, we can reprocess things, so we are willing to sacrifice progress on this side so that way we can have progress mentally, so that we can have progress spending time with our families and spending time with our loved ones and resetting our minds for the year, stepping away, that's cool. That's great. But now I know. I never had to ask myself. And here's the last thing as I end today's show. Number five, you don't have a complete reason for hitting your goals. You, 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 you don't have a complete reason for hitting your goals. Why are you not hitting your goals? It's because you haven't given yourself a deep enough why to why you want to hit the goals. Why did you forget your goals? Because you haven't given yourself a deep enough reason to why you want to accomplish what you want to accomplish. Why did you quit on your goal? It's because you haven't dug deep down into your soul on why you want to get out of debt. Why are you not building the wealth? How come you didn't get that job promotion that you want? It's because you haven't given yourself a deep enough reason. You haven't asked yourself, why do I want this? And y'all have heard me say this all the time. Why is it that I want to be financially free and building my own table? It's because no one in my family has ever built their table before.
No one in my family can sit here and say that we have ownership outside of myself and now my sister and brother-in-law. But before us two, no one in my family had the freedom to get up when they wanted to get up, to go do the things that they wanted to do. No one in my family before me and my sister and brother-in-law had the opportunity Say, so you know what? We're going to take our kids on a three-month road trip around the United States of America while still educating them. And the reason why I haven't given up on my goals and the reasons why I would never give up on my goals when even though I feel like quitting, even though sometimes I get pissed off being a CEO and owner because I feel all the weight, my reason would never allow me to quit because if I quit on this business, I quit on you and I quit on my family and I quit on everything that God has put on the inside of me. And I refuse to look at my kids and say, I could have gave you that. I refuse to look at my wife and say, I could have gave you that. I refuse to look at my grandchildren and say, I could have set your mom and your dad up better, but I wasn't really to dig deep down and give myself a reason why to keep pushing when I don't feel like pushing. And so because I didn't dig deep, I didn't accomplish the goals that I set out to accomplish. I didn't accomplish the vision that God gave me because I was weak and I didn't have a strong enough why. And my why is so deep that my, I don't, know, I don't know how to say this, but the fifth generation of my bloodline will know my name. I do not know my great-great-grandfather's name. I don't know my great-grandfather's father's name. But I will make sure that five generations in my bloodline, they will know my name. You know why? Because I'm already buying land that the third generation can touch. Not my kids, not their kids, but their kids can touch the land. I already have a 529 plan for my kids set aside. And they're not even born. I don't even know who their mother is. You know why? Because my parents couldn't do that for me. They wanted to, but they couldn't. And the reason why I get up every single day and I study, the reason why I get up every single day and I record shows that, that are impactful, the reason why I am so big about helping people create their own table and build wealth and build a legacy is because I want my family from my bloodline on down to own and to take a seat at the table that they built. And I want to be able to help them build their table. And so when I'm in heaven, all the goals that I set out in 2023, maybe I didn't reach all of them by the end of this year. But daggone it, I reached 75, 80% of the goals. And in 2024, I set out and I reached 75, 80, 90% of those goals. And every time I reach and accomplish a goal, it impacts my bloodline. And if your goal is only about you, if your goal only benefits you, you're not a man, you're not a woman, you're a selfish human being. And you have to think further than yourself. I have goals for my team members. Like, yo, I want, I want to see you hit 
you know, this amount. So you're making six figures plus. So you're making $200,000 plus. I, I want to see my, my team making and winning and buying cars and doing things that they want to accomplish. I have goals for them. Because if it's all about me, then why not just be self-employed? If it's all about me, why even get married? Why even have kids? It's bigger than me. In 2023, I will accomplish my goals. And so will you. Yo, we got six months left in this year if you're watching this in August. Let's not make any excuses. Let's, let's win. Let's accomplish. Let's show God that, hey, if I said it, I'm going to work my butt off to accomplish it. And I promise you, when we take one step, two step, God is taking five, ten steps. If we pray like it all depends on him, like, God, I need you. God, if you want to miraculously show up and do this, God, I'm here for it. But while you're deciding on what you're going to do, I'm going to do every single thing and then some that I need to do. Yo, if you have, if you're on the journey, if you are struggling with your goals, if let's say you're in the middle of accomplishing a goal, a financial goal, um, a, a wealth building goal, building your own table goal, and you want to come on my show and encourage people with your story, we're looking for everyday people who's doing extraordinary things. We're looking, we're, I love bringing on, you know, the big names, the, 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 the super successful people, but I want, I want everyday people who are on a mission of getting out of debt, who's on a mission of building wealth, who's on a mission of creating their own table and building a legacy. And if you've done that, if you're in the middle of doing that, or if you're in the beginning of doing that and you want to sit down with me here at the table and we come up with the process together, I want you to go to anthonyoneal.com forward slash join the table. And I want to bring on my friends, my community to my show to continue sharing y'all's story, y'all's journey, y'all process. And so fill it out. Michelle and our team will vet you to make sure you are legit and make sure that you are not crazy. And uh, we may send you an invite to come meet me here at the table and be a part of this process. Listen, six more months. Take advantage of it. Let's do it these next six months well. God bless you. We'll see you on the next show. Peace out. Spring is in full bloom. Are your finances? With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa Credit Card, you can build credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments, all with no annual fees or interest. With Chime's Secure Credit Card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started today at Chime.com build. That's Chime.com build. Chime feels like progress. The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal and OTC advance fees may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com disclosures for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.